guys, and welcome to the 10th episode of the Blockchain Bandits podcast. You're here with me, Jeff. Myself, Courtney. And me, Andy. And today we're going to be covering a bunch of things as usual. But obviously, first off, we'll go over what happened during the week. We'll be talking about what happened with CoinMarketCap and the Korea situation. Um, we'll be talking about how to do, differentiate between very similar cryptocurrencies or ICOs. And talking about fees, the problem of fees in the cryptocurrency space. And we're talking about the upcoming um, forks or updates on the Bitcoin and Ethereum network. So, yeah, kicking it off with what happened this week with Coin Market Cap and Korea. So, in case you haven't heard, um, the market had a little dip earlier on this week or this past week. Because coin market cap, what it does is it um, takes an average price for each cryptocurrency based on all the exchanges it's on, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, they decided to remove or not include the calculations from all the Korean um, exchanges. Um, well, the reason was because they thought it wasn't. Um, they weren't basically basically they weren't good prices. They were not accurate prices, so they took it off, and people went onto coin market cap and saw that. Um, prices had dipped and were panicking and was like oh my god I need to sell but it wasn't the legitimate price it was just the average price by coin market cap uh, being messed up because obviously they've removed one aspect of their calculation and that just caused the market to go down and um, a lot of people were angry with coin market cap which was rightly so because they didn't warn anyone and obviously people sold um, obviously I don't really think there's any excuse for panic selling obviously if you have an, a valid reason to sell then yeah but panic selling is just you know based off emotion so if you panic sold you can't really blame anyone but i do understand the fact that you know coin market cap should um should have warned people uh what's your takes on it guys well yeah so looking at the market itself um it seemed like a lot of people are selling especially in stuff like ripple and they potentially moved across to you know uh, coins like Ethereum um, for a bit more stability because um, I didn't think uh, Ethereum was you know impacted that much. Mm. Um, but in terms of of what Coin Market Cap did, um, I guess you know it's not a good thing. Um, it's not a good thing for the community. Um, I'd assume a lot of people in the community actually rely on Coin Market Cap. So um, you know in that effect, they need to kind of claim that responsibility to ensure that how they deliver, you know, changes and et cetera. It's, it's you know, it's communicated properly, mm. you know, so everybody's involved, you know, because everybody's involved in coin market cap in the, in the same like. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's really good for the community in that sense. But I guess advice that we could potentially give is maybe, you know, rely on your own technical analysis. Would that be mm. right to, yeah. to say? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, to be fair, um, this is this problem with the Korean markets have been going on for a while now. Um, the Korean markets have been trading at a premium uh, just because it's hard to get your hands on the cryptocurrencies back in, in those markets because there's so many trying to, people trying to fight for it mm. um, and yeah so that's why they have their premium um, they did remove uh, some prices for certain currencies like I know for Monero and for Litecoin at some stage and Ripple definitely mm. Um, it was very. It was like at some points it was like twenty uh, percent more on the Korean exchanges, which is, which it can skew the data. Mm -hmm. So I understand why they've done what they did. Um, but 
it's kind of like the timing of what they did. Uh, it was that it was a bad time. Like it was it was a time when like Bitcoin's been at its lowest in terms of dominance for ages. Mm. Um, Ripple just went boom and now it's bust and like like boomed and bust basically. Uh, there's altcoins doing pump and dumps everywhere. Like what well, they they've gone on great runs to yeah, be fair. I can't I can't lie. Like they've done really. There's some altcoins that have done really well, mm. uh, but there's also that the, that into the equation. Um, there's a lot of people thinking that they should be maybe taking their profit, put, doing a bit of profit taking. Mm. And what you just there, done there, coin market cap, it confirmed that yeah, maybe to profit take was the right thing to do. Mm. Um, so what you have now is probably maybe a few people who are bag holding alts, um, who um, yeah, they're just holding, just waiting for a good position to, so they can get out on that now, I guess, mm. because. When Mar- uh, coin market cap did remove uh, the Korean exchanges, everything did fall about twenty percent. Mm, they did. Most most of them, um, especially the, the altcoin market, uh, dropped, and I think that kind of it had a ripple effect on the rest of the cryptocurrency market. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and, uh, on the rest of the cryptocurrency market, um, but it because people see cryptos going down and they start panicking about their own holdings whether or not they're going down and they think oh it's probably just best to sell you know better be safe than sorry um and that ties in with what we spoke about last time about having an exit plan because if you have an exit strategy no matter what happens in between your exit strategy um say you have an exit strategy for when price gets to below a certain level and price gets above a certain level what happens whatever happens between those two prices or two scenarios doesn't matter all you need to know is what happens when it reaches your scenarios and so here you're seeing what happens when you don't have an exit strategy people panicking and you know losing out you know um and it happened again because of the whole career ban fud as well mm. which kind of added to it and that basically yeah it was bad timing it was bad timing because we just like price was just bouncing back from this career career um the coin market per cap thing then the whole career thing happened and that wasn't even um truthful like the media's been pushing the fact that korea are actually banning uh cryptocurrencies which is completely untrue um they were going to review um cryptocurrencies but they're more targeting exchanges that are like scam exchanges and they want to get tighter on their regulation with exchanges as well that's basically all it is and it's like the china situation as well before that um where china had their actually did ban um certain cryptocurrencies or all cryptocurrencies i think mm. and um you know then the market crashed and then then what happened it went to new highs everything was going to new highs so like we've said many times you know this is how the cryptocurrency market works you know it's so volatile people come out and say all sorts and it drops and then it goes to new highs um uh, all those drops do is present opportunities to buy um and that's it if you really do have faith in this um and in, in this space then you have literally you you don't have any worries you know that your worries should be minimalized and you should be should be aware that this is a possibility but if you're coming into it thinking to trying to make profit just quick profit which is okay but i don't think it's the ideal market for you there are other mediums to make um quick profits but um that you can use the cryptocurrency market is very volatile and you need to be completely aware of that if you're going to try and do this in this um uh market i had someone come to me on twitter and dm'd me mm-hmm. 
and was like, oh, can I make some quick money on the, on this? Tell me how to make quick money on cryptocurrencies. And I, or she was like, oh, can you make crypto, uh, quick money on cryptocurrencies? I was like, nope. Like, well, I, I don't understand. If if you could make quick money just like that in the cryptocurrency market, we'd all be millionaires by now. Like, mm. it's not that simple. Uh, if only, you know. Um, but I think it's important to warn people. And I'm, and I'm sure there are loads of scammers out there that he may he him or other people like him might have um DM'd and been like, Oh can I quick make quick money and they'd have been like, Yeah, yeah, just send me over five hundred pounds of your money and I'll make you some quick <laughs> money and and then um you know, they never saw that five hundred pound again. So it's a it's a dangerous space as we said before, but you know. Um arm yourself with as much um good information as you can. You know, diversified information you get not just from us, I'm not just gonna say oh I only listen to us, no. There are other good sources out there and you know you will know despite it's common sense if you just sit down and think and you know without emotion uh, about the decisions you want to make you will know what the right thing to do is um so yeah there's there's that on that front um so yeah another thing we want to speak about in terms of you know sitting down and looking at cryptocurrencies from a certain standpoint um Basically, nowadays, more, and more, especially in 2018, late 2017, more and more ICOs are coming out, more and more coins are coming out, and a lot of them are very, very similar to each other. And for a newbie, it must be like confusing. You see one coin that says, "Oh, we do this. You can build um, decentralized applications on us, or you can uh, build a, a mesh network on us, or blah blah." blah. And um, you see another one that's saying the exact same thing. How do you know which one's better, especially if you're not a very, very technical per person? How do you basically decipher um, which ones are like, yeah, which one's better, basically? Um, yeah, and we had a few things to say yeah. about that. And do you think you had some points on that? Yeah, yeah um, I was discussing this earlier with the guys, and I think it comes down to three big things. Um, obviously the technology which is the main one but usually they're pretty similar if they're in the same field uh, the next thing is the branding uh, and tied into that is the team and uh, after that is, is definitely the timing mm. so obviously if you have a um, if you have an ICO which is delivering a product what's let's say niche however it's what the market and it's what the consumer needs at the time you can see it doing well. So uh, I, I like to give an example like Uber. Uh, of course, it's not ICO, but it's a business. Mm -hmm. And Uber started because um, like after the recession, uh, people were willing to like uh, be paid to drive around a, a, a random person to to a place for a few a few uh, a few uh, a few quid or a few dollars. Uh, Airbnb was another uh, business what did really well after the mm -hmm. recession of 20, 20, uh, 2008 uh, people were like you know what we need, we need a bit more money I've got a spare room upstairs mm -hmm. let me just rent it out to a tourist because I mean they're paying fortunes at the hotels mm -hmm. so these are two businesses what used timing to capitalise on something what was niche and never done before mm. so um, in terms of ICOs and in, for someone who's an investor I think re recognizing this and finding uh, a, a ICO, what, what basically is giving a, a great product, what 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 the, what is needed. It's not mm -hmm. before its time, time. It's not after its time, mm -hmm. uh, because they're the ones what they're what are going to change the market. Exactly. Uh, they're the ones what are going to make real good money. Mm. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Well, tech, tech again, is I think it's a bit more intermediate. Mm. I think when you're starting off, I think learning terminology and learning what what means what and mm. why what is better than what mm. is important. So I mean, like you won't, you might might you might not care for the block size. Mm. I mean, tra- transaction speed is a little more easier to get your head around, but hash rate and uh, um, and difficulty difficulty and block times might not be. Yeah, um, trees and all that. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. And uh, these are all things which you, you will learn when you get into this space. Mm. But we do usually say that when you're looking for ICO, you should be looking for uh, their competitors. Yeah. So basically, uh, the I- each ICO is one is in a certain industry. Mm. So it it might be uh, like a privacy kind of coin. Yeah. So you look at the other privacy coins, uh, ICOs, and you look what they offer in their technology, mm-hmm. and uh, like what's faster than what, what's cheaper, what has less fees, which we're actually going to be talking about later. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what um, what it offers, what's its what's its circulating uh, currency uh, supply, sorry. Um, yeah, these are all little things, mm. and then after it could be like, okay, well, uh, the last one, well, the first one, which I think is the most important, mm. is branding, and uh, how many people are in in the community, and how popular it is, mm. how long it's, it's been out. Because again, if you look at the cryptocurrency market, the top one isn't the one with the best tech. Mm. It's the one. It's the, it gone. It came out at the right time, time exactly. and it's the oldest. It's yeah. got the worst tech. Yeah. It, no, not the worst tech, but it's got one of the worst. Tech. It's just the most popular. It's the yeah, best branded. Exactly, and I think that ties yeah. in perfectly with what you said about timing, because Bitcoin came out at the exact right time. Yeah, literally right after the banks basically <laughs> destroyed the financial system, and it gave people an option. It, so, could, it yeah. could have been better when it came out. Exactly. Tw- Twenty seven, uh, two thousand seven. It's like they saw the future and they brought it out. Yeah. It was, <laughs> It like it, it was picture book. Mm. It was like it was like a storybook how it came out. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, but that basically everything Andy was saying was was like on point. That's everything that I would say. Yeah. You know, looking into the the teams and things like that. You know, like the timing especially. That's probably the point that you might want to take away um, from this, if any. Um, yeah, I think the only thing I would really add on that is security and. Um, whether or not it's actually, or well, how centralized or decentralized um, the yeah. particular ICO is. Um, again, depending on your opinion, some people actually will go towards more of a centralized kind of um, ICO. Some people go for something that's more decentralized. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, those two things kind of play a, a key important role. Uh, security obviously is really key. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it does take a bit of reading of a white paper to kind of understand what type of security is actually being used um, f- with a particular ICO. But um, that's quite um, key just because, you know, you, you don't want everybody to randomly be getting ripped off and then, you know, you've invested in something that's doing that. Mm. Um, and, and I think that's quite key. And potentially also the level of marketing um, yeah. that the uh, ICO is actually putting across. Um, some ICOs, um, you know, flood the market mm. and say, look, this marketing, oh, it's a great product. Mm. We're going to deliver all these things. Uh, but then when you marry that up with potentially reviews of other people, mm. um, a bit of you know background reading, and also the white people, you kind of start to realise, yeah, this is not actually what they're delivering. True. So I'd say those are also really key as well. It's true, yeah. you got to look at... Because they have to get the right balance when it comes to marketing. If, like Courtney said, if they're just flooding you with marketing techniques, seeing ads everywhere you go, you might think this is just... They're just trying to get money. They're trying to just raise money from the ICO and then just... 
leave you with some rubbish tech. Yeah. Or if they're not marketing enough, then you know, you know, this isn't like no one's going to hear about this. It might be good tech, but like, is it actually going to take off? Because like we spoke about last time, some not the best tech not isn't necessarily what's going to you know be there in the future. Maybe the timing's off. It's not ready, yeah. and and or they're just not marketing. They're not getting out there. You know, no one's hearing about it. Yeah. So they have to have a good level of, of, of marketing, you know, they need to, you know, go out, maybe they go to conferences, maybe they have like videos on YouTube explaining what they are. Those are just those little things, nothing too extravagant. Um, those are the things you need to balance out when you're looking at two different, very similar, two similar um, cryptos or ICOs. Um, but yeah, and but like we mentioned before, fees, which is... Um, something that we were looking at we were looking at two different ICOs um today um and we noticed there was like one of them was charging quite a lot for what they wanted to do um they wanted to charge people for like internet and stuff and we realized that for their target audience it isn't really it's not viable it might not even be viable for mm. everyday person um so yeah um but yeah fees that's a big subject which is what we're going to speak about next so cryptocurrency space is one of the barriers for the cryptocurrencies it's fees not just network fees but fees on the exchanges if you notice coinbase is probably the most popular cryptocurrency exchange out there but it has some of the highest fees as well and it puts people off like really um the other day i know someone who for the first time made a transfer with um with um coinbase coinbase yep and on they noticed they were like oh why is where's my money gone like why is there a huge chunk of my money gone i was like those are the fees and he's like what like i was like yeah that's how it that's how it rolls welcome to the market just welcome to the market yeah that's exactly yeah, are, yeah that's this is how it is you know especially in the early days when they were going to look back at it and be like oh my god like look how much they were charging on fees you know mm. but um yeah well would there be a balance to that because let's say an exchange needs to you know have running costs they have got mm -hmm. their own things to pay for you know mm -hmm. their creditors etc um yeah. so naturally you know they um would need some money mm -hmm. but i guess we there needs to be a, maybe a more of a balance to how much they're actually charging compared to other exchanges and i guess mm -hmm. could it be regulation the fact that you know nobody's saying you know what you can only really charge this yeah that's know? part of it as well but at the same time, what other people might say, and especially people that have had problems, is that I'm paying all these fees, but every single time there's a little bit of traffic, you guys are crashing down. Yeah. Where, where are all these fees going, you know? Reimbursements um, maybe are, are, are in order. <laughs> <laughs> well, I doubt they'd ever do that, to be honest. But, um, yeah, no, like, so that's, that's just one of the problems, you know? You're paying these extortionate fees, and then it crashes, and you're thinking to yourself, well, yeah come on like i just you just took a huge chunk out of my investment so but it's funny we talk about this because um recently my internet service provider i'm not gonna name who they are but um they recently went down and um everybody had been complaining um naturally we were sitting there not really saying much but you know my mom she's like no i'm not having this no more I said call them up now so i called them up and i, I literally had to go at the guy um on the phone and uh within like five minutes he, he had uh, reduced our bill he had um, said that he's going to ensure that, you know, we get faster speeds and he's really dedicated to that and mm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, you know, maybe we're just not actually kicking the exchanges up the, 
you know, you know what, enough to actually force them to actually do something a bit better. That's, uh, that's true, but you know, our options are limited in this space, you know, yeah. because where else can you turn? Like, especially for a newbie, you come to Coinbase, it's the one with the simplest interface. Mm. If that's not working out for you, most of them are just gonna turn away and be like, ah, this cryptocurrency yeah. stuff is just nonsense or whatever. Uh, personally, I think like um, they they aren't they, they they aren't like they're basically closing their eyes to it because mm. they because there's so many people applying mm. and um, they 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 know that their websites and servers aren't used to or be going to be able to com- uh, compete with it. They're getting a lot of money from fees, mm. a lot of money from fees, and they're profiting mm. and but they can't move as fast as the amount of people who are coming every day yeah. um like yeah the fees are very expensive and they're not using they're not using the money for the best so that's mm. why people are asking for a decentralized exchange mm. the problem is will a decentralized exchange be able to keep up as in like yeah okay look the decentralized exchange will be cheaper fees mm. but does uh, like it will have less money going into it mm. so it can actually be uh work, work well mm. personally i don't mind paying extra for fees just as long as it works when yeah. i want to put in a trade exactly. i like i just want something where it's got a good interface mm-hmm. it's uh, got a good service the what is pretty is safe yeah. and it's safe from hacking that's yeah. a big thing mm-hmm. um i'll pay i'll pay all the fees what i need to <laughs> I'm cool with that. Yeah. I just want my money safe. I don't want. I don't want my money just getting hacked or yeah, like, or me not being able to put in a trade. That's yeah. frustrating. Yeah, that because is. Uh, again, like the the one thing I was told people, I've I've told a lot of people in the in the chat we're in now, mm-hmm. like when they, when they were joining up, I was like, okay, the one thing this is the thing what everyone hates about this uh, this uh, cryptocurrency market, mm. and um, it's going to be a problem. Like, it's just a problem throughout, and mm. it's the exchanges. Mm. They're f- they're shocking. Yeah. They're no. shocking, and uh, so many people have said, "Yeah, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to, I'm going to look into it." Mm. They, they look into it, they see how it is for the exchanges, they see the process, and mm. they're like, "You know what? I'll leave it for another day." <laughs> yeah, it's true. That is true. There's no so many people that have done that. Like they try to. Um, I know someone that tried to sign up with uh, Bitfinex, and he went on it, and he was just like, "No, Bitfinex was looking mad. Like I can't, I can't <laughs> deal with this. You know, it's uh, I don't know where to start." Um, and yeah, that is a huge problem. We've spoken about it before in like our little um, barrier for crypto segments. How the exchanges are um, causing a huge barrier at the moment. Well, the, um, the centralized ones, and yeah, it still needs to be sorted out. And fees is a big part of it. But also, fees don't just come in forms of the exchanges. There's network fees as well. And this kind of only applies really to Bitcoin, um, because Bitcoin fees. Are have been crazy recently um especially if you're sending large amounts of bitcoin around you know and the transaction times aren't like it's like you're paying extra for slower (laughs) transaction speed it doesn't make any sense but it's bitcoin you know it's the the godfather of um of um cryptocurrencies um but this should be changing soon because the lightning network's coming out and the lightning network um for those of you who don't know what it is is a new protocol call that will be going on top of um bitcoin bitcoin core which will allow um people when they're making bitcoin payments uh, say you're making a bitcoin payment between you and the shop 
you and the shop will go off the Bitcoin blockchain, your transaction will go off the Bitcoin blockchain into something called a payment channel. And in that payment channel, because it's off the blockchain, you can transact with them as many times as you want without incurring fees. And then once that transaction is complete, the end balance is placed back onto the blockchain and then you just pay a fee for that. So basically you pay a fee for entering the transaction and basically the final balance being put onto the transaction instead of paying fees, like paying millions and millions of fees or whatever, the hundreds of fees or for hundreds of transactions on the blockchain. And it makes, because it's off the chain, it's quicker as well. Um, and Wouldn't that lead to a bit of like security risk? But I think there's something about invalidation um, in terms of how it's dealt with invalidation well the thing is with that is because it's it, it gets off put off the uh the chain you can't actually see well you'll be able to see who's gone off the chain mm-hmm. you'll be able to see who's gone off the chain into the channel mm-hmm. so you'll like if there's any um i don't know someone tries to lie about what happened or something you know they'll you'll know who's involved basically mm-hmm. um, okay. so that part aspect of it is secured by the blockchain but then mm-hmm. off the chain you get the benefits of the speed and the you know the no the lack of fees as well and it's not just bitcoin that's doing this um, litecoin as well isn't yeah it? litecoin's been doing this like this this time as well they've been playing around with a testnet version mm. of it and a, a beta version and ethereum as well uh but their version is called raiden network and you mortal kombat fans will know why mm. they called it the, the raiden network um but um it, yeah it's basically essentially the same thing entering payment channels and this has loads of applications where like um for example in a taxi when you're driving a taxi you get put into a payment channel with the taxi driver he drives and he charges you like per mile or per minute or whatever it is um this way you can kind of um be charged in that sense you know let's say like one p comes out of your account every second or one pound or one bitcoin or one litecoin uh comes out of your account every second one satoshi because one bitcoin would be crazy but mm-hmm. okay. but one satoshi. Cab. <laughs> <laughs> one, one satoshi per um second yeah and um you know um so you can be making all these transactions you know, continuously and at the end of the journey the ban- end balance is put onto the blockchain and you're done you know mm-hmm. and you haven't been charged a whole bunch for that sort of thing so it makes it more useful and um more practical and this addresses the problem of the network fees as well and i think it's brilliant um looking forward to ethereum um implementing the raiden network and um i can see people using it online you know um content creators maybe they'll be doing live streams or things like that you know you enter a payment channel with them and it's just easier to use to i think to to use and uh, without the transaction fees and everything so yeah i can see that happen and think about the um the decentralized apps that could um, be using this sort of mechanism, sort of apps that will be charging you per usage, you know, and without incurring all the fees. Um, this is a great step, and I think it's it's going to be have a big imp- impact for both for Bitcoin and Litecoin. But I think for Ethereum, it's going to make it because Ethereum is so wide and you could do so much of it. It's going to basically open a whole host of possibilities. Um, for decentralized applications and cryptocurrency world as a whole, I think. Yeah, for me, it's like it's almost aligning. Well, both of them are more aligning themselves towards you know IOTA's kind of concept. Yeah. Um, you know, for microtransactions and everything else to occur, which 
I'm 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 gassed about. You know, yeah. I think it's, it's it's a great step. Um, we've needed something, especially with Bitcoin, ever since uh, Segwit two X um failed, and I think um yeah, it's it's a great step in the right direction. Mm. Yeah, I I feel like again because obviously uh, Bitcoin is an older kind of cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't. Maybe they thought about this, but they didn't. Fi- they didn't realize what it would become. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, nowadays, it's not so much people trading twenty Bitcoin to each other. Um, it's, they're trading like microtransactions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. So microtransactions is a big deal nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something to keep in mind. We're, and again, with with Bitcoin's network, the reason why we're paying such high fees is because there's not enough miners mining Bitcoin because of a dif- difficulty and there's more profitable coins mm-hmm. elsewhere. Um, again, we all know about the situation, how it's going with Bitcoin Cash. Yeah. And then after just recently, um, China announced that they're going to slowly shut down and seize um miners miners mm. in in china mm-hmm. um now obviously the uh, miners will will appear um around the world i know iceland is one country yep, what's, what's what's gonna what's gonna bring it up mm-hmm. and that's to be expected um i wouldn't be surprised if you saw it on the news mm. uh not too soon because mm. it's very profitable um, especially for big industries who want who have access to something like geothermal yeah, which, electricity exactly yeah. um, so again these are why your fees are so expensive yeah um, so w- basically like obviously night in work work is is uh, Bitcoin's developers core team mm-hmm. focusing on their technology and improving it which is just what you want mm. um, it, it, it will be, mean a massive change for the whole cryptocurrency market um, and like just simply because Everyone gets less fees, yeah, and it's lo- it's it's a less congestion on the on the on the network of the transactions. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's brilliant, and it's something I think the whole community sh- can look forward to. Mm. When people say, "Oh, I think I got, uh, I think it's too late for me. I think I'm uh, like, I think the the ship has been sailed, passed, yeah. or, so, or it's been sold in the cryptocurrency mm. market." This market is still growing. Exactly, it's still growing, and it's still uh, like there's still lo- lots of opportunity. Yeah. And I like basically, I, I for one, like obviously Raiden and Lightning Network is something I've been looking forward to for a while. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, t- I think this is one of the things of 2018 to look really forward to. Definitely. In terms of the technology. Mm. And I think even beyond 2018, like right now we're looking at the Raiden Network, looking at the Lightning Network, and we're going, wow, this is great um, steps forward. But there are things that we're gonna be steps we're going to take in the future where we're going to look back at rain network and like now can be like that was yeah, that was rubbish. Tech. yeah exactly yeah. that is tech that it's is future development really in the works um and something that we don't really know about now mm. that would definitely come exactly that's that's what innovation is that's what growth is it's so it's this so is, fast growing it grows so fast mm, it's crazy definitely this is this is this is what <laughs> this is what in, innovation invention you know, ideas. This is what it's all about. This is for making the world a better place, easier place to live. And um, we're seeing an example of it right here. And that's why I love uh, cryptocurrencies because it combines technology, um, economics, you know, and social issues, uh, and even philosophical issues together. And it's all it's all just together meshed into this whole thing. But the root of it is the technology which is amazing and that's why technology exists it exists to make the world a better place and you're seeing it right now that's why i'm always excited about this this is why i'm involved in this space and um it has so much potential and just like the internet did for the world it connected us all 
this is gonna connect us even further and take us um take us to a better world i i believe um so yeah i think i think we've covered all our, our topics today actually oh we've done it quite quite um quickly sorry guys yeah. and i will maybe you guys want us to be over quick here are <laughs> but, we really yeah. talk about uh obviously the small caps oh yeah that's that's right small caps that was an issue as well um so yeah basically back to the whole um sort of career situation um recently we've been seeing a whole host of um uh small caps which is basically really really cheap coins um being pumped and people are getting involved in them going oh yeah this because of the percentage growth they're attracted by how how say they see this coin's grown up by a thousand percent they think oh i might as well put my money in that because then my 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 investment's gonna go up a thousand percent but what they don't realize is a lot of these small caps you know um they are just being pumped by pump and dump groups and people get left holding the bag and they're just sitting there at a huge loss i know andy feels very passionately about this this subject yeah uh yeah i'm i'm not a fan of pump and dump groups and they, they, um, I always usually tell people that they are a scam. Um, obviously, this, this, this whole term pump and dump group has been around for decades. Yeah. It's a very old term, mm-hmm. and for people who don't really haven't really heard of the term, um, basically what they are is maybe you might have a stock or option or let's say cryptocurrency in this case. And um, it tends to be somewhere, somewhere of a small cap, medium cap. But there's not a lot of volume in the market. So that means there's not a lot of people trading in the market. And you would have an a, a in-group, let's say. Maybe, let's say, about 10 people who, have, who might purchase a million to 10 million, maybe 100 million um, of this, of this uh, particular ICO. Uh, throughout, uh, throughout, um, like split up in like a few weeks, uh, so days to weeks, and they accumulate uh, so many tens or hundreds of thousands of coins. Um, they would then tell one of their chats, so they have a lot a, a chat with a lot of people in it, maybe um, like a good thousand, maybe ten thousand people, and they would tell these people to buy this coin at a particular time. Um, and they would all find out at the same time. Mm. Uh, them finding out at the same time is important because the people who are telling them what to buy already have their coin. So all they have to wait is for, for, for the rise. When they tell the people in the chat the rise, people will put their buy orders at nearly any price. Mm. So really, it's kind of like, who's the biggest idiot? <laughs> and who's going who's gonna to buy the most at the highest price? Yeah. And it, uh, basically, the people who are also watching this this currency and going late, they're seeing that it's going up, and then FOMO in, it, it comes in, mm. uh, so fear of missing out, and they want to join in. They they just see a massive green bar shoot towards the moon, and they see their dreams of uh, yachts and Lambos <laughs> in sight. <laughs> so they put in a buy order at all time high, and they buy they 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 throw in a hundred grand. So just so they maybe they they see the dreams of them doubling their money mm. in in there, um, and they put their money. So after this all happens in within let's say five ten minutes, mm. it's sometimes longer, sometimes even less. I've seen it happen less yeah. before, and um, it all depends on the on the on the uh, top guys. Slowly, sh- uh, surely but slowly, mm. 
the top guys who have millions of pounds worth of, or euros worth of this uh, ICO mm-hmm. begin to sell off their large portions and take in their times 10, times 20, times 30, times 40 uh, uh, um, profit over return of interest. Mm. And they just sell it off mm. slowly. Sometimes they might just drop it all on the guys mm. at once. And you'll see one sharp green ar- uh, um, candle. candle and one sh- a sharp red candle just fall, um, happen right after. Yeah. And what you have is uh, basically the top guy is basically again tripling or maybe quadrupling or maybe 10 times and then money. Mm. Um, and then you have uh, people who are in the group. Some some might make a five five ten percent profit, and some will lose our bag holding, and they're waiting so so they can get uh, get out out a decent decent price. Mm. But a lot of people will lose money. Now again, why are people attracted to this? Is because obviously because of um, they see the percentages on the coin market cap. Mm. And they run after it. They see that a coin's gone up fifty percent. Again, I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. A coin's gone up, uh, uh, like a coin's at ten satoshis, and it went to fifteen satoshis. So it's gone up fifty percent in a day. Mm. People are like, "Well, if I put a grand in that, I could have made five hundred. But again, like again, hindsight, yeah. and you got to realize that this is a small, very small cap. Exactly. Um, you're, there's a lot of risk involved. Mm-hmm. So you, so basically, pumping dumps are a surefire way. To lose your money and uh, at a very high risk. Yeah, they are very high risk. Like um, again, like it, again, we're not financial advisors, yeah. but uh, again, like I think any financial advisor would say, like be, be yeah. very careful with these guys. You got to do your research as well. Mm. You got this. What this is what I said. I mentioned. It, I think I mentioned it on the last podcast, and I mentioned to someone on Twitter who was kind of trying to debate with me. But I said that if you see value in price alone, then you're going to lose money. So if you see the fact that oh, okay, price is going up, um, this certain level, I I should invest or it's really it looks really cheap because of um, thingy, so I might as well invest. Then you're going to lose out because that is not the only indicator of value. You have to look at all the other aspects that we spoke about this um podcast and have spoken about and loads of other podcasts we've we've held. You have to look at. The, the the coin you need to look at the technology you need to look at the, the white paper you need to look at the team you need to look at all these other factors that we always mention that is how you assess the value you got to take it of course you got to look at the price but you have to take it all into consideration that's what i would say i'm not a financial advisor though so yeah well i think what comes to mind here is um a bit of risk avoidance and also Okay, just going on for what you just said there, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Im- imagine um, you're you're a newbie, mm-hmm. you're looking at these uh, small, you know, caps, caps and yeah. you're kind of saying to yourself, "Well, I want to get involved. Mm-hmm. I I know that you know something like Ethereum's blown up. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see the percentages. There's a good chance this one's going to blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to see by the graph because you just see like a you know a really low number. Mm-hmm. But you think, yeah, this one's got a good chance of blowing up." And um, I think it's one of two things. You either say to yourself, I'll get involved because I looked at the coin. And even if it does get pumped and dumped, it, there is a potential that if you have a long-term hold that you could get your money back. There is a potential. Um, it's more there, right? Yeah. What would you say? Because, like, I always say, and I think Vitalik Buterin said this before, 95% of ICOs are going to fail. And the reason that is, it's not that, oh, yeah, ICOs are rubbish or whatever. Yeah, There's just so many. They can't, <laughs> they can't all succeed, you know? So... 
because there's so many, a huge percentage of them aren't going to do well. And a huge percentage of them aren't in it to do well. They're in it to get funds. That's all, all they're in it for. So you've got to hold, bear that in mind, I think. And I think, so that clears that up, guys. So if, if you are most likely involved yeah. right now, then you know what you should be thinking about doing. Yeah. Um, but then I think the second point I was going to really make here is that there are groups naturally trying to lure people in and kind of say, look, we've got experience here in the cryptocurrency market. We know what we're doing. Here's a list of all of our profits. Here's like actual people right now earning 50 pounds profit, 100 pounds profit in a day. Come join us and you'll make profits. Definitely just, mm. you know, stick away from those groups. Yeah. If yeah. any if anyone says they can guarantee you profits, stay away. In it, it's in any market, in anything in life, they say they can hundred percent guarantee you think um, profit. Why are they coming to you to like? They can might as well just make the profit themselves, or they are they could um just I don't know they could they could make the money themselves, or they could just tell you about it without bringing you into the group without taking any funds off of you. They could just be like, oh, you're guaranteed to uh, make profit. This is how you go and do it. Go off and do it. You know that sort of thing. But stay away from anyone that says they can guarantee you profit. You know, I get messages like that all the time because, you know, I post stuff about cryptocurrency. Maybe I put a hashtag Bitcoin or hashtag cryptocurrency. And, you know, they just scroll through, clicking on anyone who's tweeted or posted about that. And then they DM them going, oh, you're into cryptocurrencies, aren't you? I can guarantee you a grand a day, blah, blah, blah. You know, um, yeah. So, and these small caps groups, they're in the same sort of group of, of those types of people, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd I'd say scam scam artists or scam groups. You know what I mean. So, um, yeah, be careful and protect yourselves out there, guys. Yeah, I think a good term is 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 again. It's, I guess it's thrown around a lot. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's there's a lot of people trying to sell dreams, and I know this is a uh in in a in a bubble. Mm. There are lots of people with a lot of big dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened in uh, the dot com boom as well. There were yeah. a lot of dreams being sold. Yeah. Um, and people need to watch their greed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we say you need to research a um, ICO before you invest in it, again with these pumping and dump groups, um, they they give you a uh, a ICO mm-hmm. and people buy it in seconds. These yeah. people aren't reading about this no, ICO. No, no, no. I you know what I bet I bet the people the the top guys are the top guys who buy it before hoard it before yeah. don't even buy the ICO they yeah. look they they look by the the amount of circulation mm. the volume mm. um, and how much is at the moment they do They're, that's probably what they do because then they know if they can actually pump exactly because yeah. yeah. the thing is again like um, I I only know I have experience with these pumping up groups because I used to play again I've mentioned this in the chat I used mm. to play a game called Runescape yeah. which is how I first know, learned about mar- like financial markets mm-hmm. when it, a video <laughs> game uh, but people would do this all the time yeah. mm. and it wasn't the, it wasn't about uh, the rarity of it but you made it rare and that's what caused the price to come up and mm. that's what it was all hype. Um, People would hoard it before, and it would they would they would uh, work out what would be the next item by uh, particular things by d- just how much the volume was, mm. uh, like just simple simple TA, not even a lot. It, it doesn't requ- require what all a lot of skill. All it depends is knowing people. So when you have someone who's like saying, "Oh, mate, I just made ten percent, twenty percent in like seconds," uh, going into this group, they gave me the coin and I bought it. 
Well, you can easily lose more than that, like let's say minus seventy percent mm. in seconds doing the exact same thing. Yeah. That's a that's true. a scary thing. And I think um, when we did talk about this before Andy, you was like you might as well just go and gamble it in a casino. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I did say that. I did say that off off mic. I said, um I I said you 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 have a better chance of getting a hundred percent return on of your money uh, if you go to a casino uh, went all in on black yeah. and just rolled like you you have a 50 percent chance mm. like um, in terms of uh, pump and dump say if you went all in on a coin you have you're battling against all the people in that chat mm. you getting in at the a good right price, price yeah. and then you getting out at a good price, price yeah. and you have to hope that it's um, like 100% yeah the odds like, are against you the odds are so against mm. you you like you will lose. Yeah. Like if you if you make profit, yeah, you've done what? Like you don't you're know how guy. you're a lucky guy. <laughs> like, um, and I'm only I'm only telling you because again, I've I've got I've got caught by these when I was younger. Mm. Like when when I was when I was fourteen, fifteen, and but I I only lost my 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 gold coins, you know. Like so, but I, I've also made a lot of money off it, being one of the top guys from it, and I know how they profit off it. Mm. Um, and people profit off it off like stocks like that yep. people people do like that's why we like one of the things we we, we did at the blockchain advantage we, we actually said we're not going to do tickers yeah we're not going to tell people what to buy and yeah, sell sure. because it's a, it's just a scam yeah, yeah. we're just scam we're, why, and why would we do that to our friends yeah <laughs> like why would we do that so and these people who are telling you oh uh, buy this yeah like we'll tell you at a certain time what to buy just buy it they don't care but they don't, they don't care about you. They don't care about your money. Like yeah. they just they they just want it all. Like don't I, I would say not to trust them and do your research before someone tells you to buy something. Exactly. Always. Definitely. If they're t- if they're trying to tell you to buy something, but they're not telling you to do your research, or they're just like you want to do your research, yeah, and they're like, no, 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 don't worry about that. Just just put your money in. Come on, so the alarm bells just start ringing, but you know. This is this is just a na- human nature, and people are taking advantage of it. You know, you want to make money, you want to achieve your dreams, you want to be successful, and they're dang- dangling a carrot, a golden carrot, in front of you, and you're you're just hypnotized by it. You just want to get it, and you know what? Sometimes you can't blame people for that. You know, some people just really, really want to change their lives. They really, really want to, you know, profit. But if you really, really want to do that, please make sure you do your research. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's actually it this time. All right, guys, so we're actually done. So we'll um, we're, we've got our Patreon coming out soon. I know we said that last time, but we just need to sort a few things out, and it should be there. A lot of you've been asking about it, and and all the details. You they'll soon be out. Maybe we'll release the details of it um next week. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Take care, guys, from Courtney. Bye. See you guys next week.